0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On Reviews podcast, where if you want it, re-review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, TV news, and even some comic book stuff as well. This is the 69th episode of the podcast that's happening on August 1st. So, for thumbs up, thumbs down, I normally give my, um, my honest opinion on certain things. I either give them thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs already in the circle kind of, um, kind of thing. So, the first thing I have up here is... The Lady and the Tramp. Um, so there's a live action Lady and the Tramp movie coming out. It should be coming out on the um, the DC, not DC, sorry, the Disney uh, streaming service that's coming out as well. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting, it's interesting to see this um, movie is coming to live action because I know there was a, a Lady and the Tramp Part Two movie that came out as well which I didn't feel was good at all I only saw like a clip or two just because it didn't spark my interest so when I saw that I was like nah I'll do a hard pass it reminded me of the Naruto series where well actually not Naruto series the Boruto series where the father has done all the work and the son is being a little brat so it just reminded me of that so much Uh, it, it made me laugh deep down inside so I I'm okay with that but for this movie here, I actually um I'm kind of excited. I, I can't wait to see exactly what they're going to do. They just cast um, two members for it. The first one being um, Justin Ther- Ther- Theroux, I think that's how you say his name. He's the, the, the spy in The Spy Who Dumped Me from starring Mila Kunis. That movie there, he's the spy that dumped her. So he's playing the tramp character, which for his voice, I don't hear it yet. But for voice acting, you can always change your voice up a little bit, make make it sound what you need to be doing. So for me, I'm I'm actually happy about this role. Um, he's a, a pretty decent actor. Uh, in the movie, he played it so nicely on both sides, and you wanted to believe him no matter what he said. Um, even though he seemed kind of shifty, but you wanted to believe him. So I I kind of want to see more charisma from him, and I I wouldn't mind seeing additional things. And also the Person playing the Scottish Terrier name. Um, so, what's happening with this one is they're doing a gender flop. So, if you remember, the Scottish Terrier in the in the previous movie was a dog character, a dog character, oh, of course, a dog. <laughs> Bing, um, a male dog character. So, this one is going to be a, a female dog character, and we have that cast in as well. Um, I haven't seen much from her, um, but. It looks like she's a good actress from what her her list of movies that she's been in. So, I'm kind of happy about that as well. So, I will give this exactly a thumbs up. I can't wait to see this exactly. Just because there's there's a f- couple of movies that Disney's putting out that's going to look pretty nice. I know this won't come out in 2019. I know there's supposed to be a Mowgli movie or a Jungle another Jungle Book movie. Quotation marks. Because um, there's so many of those Jungle mo- Book movies coming out. And the Cinderella one wasn't bad at all. I actually like that one. And the uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast one wasn't bad. Um, even though it followed exactly what the animated one did. So it's kind of weird. I like the fact that Cinderella did the uh, the grim version of it. I like that part. But I hope they don't do exactly the reimagining of the Lady and Tramp. Hopefully they add a couple things in bringing it to like the modern era, and the only thing I want to see that's the same is possibly that um the restaurant um scene that's the only scene I kinda of want to see the same, and probably the the Siamese twins and that song they had when they came down the steps um. Probably those two scenes, and that's it. Everything else should be to- kind of different, totally different. I shouldn't have to have flashbacks of the 1955 version. Because if I want to see 1955 version, I'll go see it myself. Um, so, yes. Thumbs up for me on that one. The next thing I have here is the, the Venom trailer. So, recently, the, a new Venom trailer came out. Actually, about a day or two ago, a Venom trailer came out. Um, part 2 trailer came out and it gives more of the venom character you get to hear his voice even more it sounds more like um more like more vicious of sorts which i kind of like um when you hear his voice it's definitely very tom hardy sounding which i do like i, I don't like it if it's like someone else's voice because it's just weird you should hear it like it's someone in your head talking and make you seem kind of crazy. I like that kind of feature. So the more it sounds like Tom Hardy. The more I'm going to like it. Um, the one thing I don't like about this though. Is the the CGI for the Venom character. I still don't like his face. But I feel that it's going to get better once the movie comes out. So hopefully it changes. And hopefully I like the face even more. But for me. The face doesn't do it for me at this point in time. Um, a lot of folks actually mentioned that. That he doesn't have the Spider-Man, the spider on his chest. I'm fine with that. It's okay. You don't need that. Um, this is only the first movie introduction to the character. Plus, I, I figured that since he hasn't interacted with Spider-Man, then he wouldn't have the spider on his chest. So I, I'm perfectly fine with that. The fact that he's an anti-hero makes me happy. Um, it reminds me of the Agent Venom series, um, which was a good series. And hopefully, to do the the Thunderbolts. Which would be kind of awesome kind of kind of crazy, especially now that um, the merger happened, which I'm gonna talk about in a few moments, not too far from here. Um, so I kind of want to see more from these characters. The the trio stuff just added more to my um, excitement. So uh, definitely a thumbs up for this one as well. The next thing I have here is um, a casting um, of a character for the Charlie's Angels reboot. So Elizabeth Bank is basically doing a reboot of the the Charlie's Angels movies. um, And she's going to have three stars, of course. She's going to play Bosley um, herself. And she's going to have Twilight star Kristen Stewart as one of the leads. Also, um, Ella Balinskia and um, Naomi Scott. You remember Naomi Scott from the Power Rangers movies. She played the Yellow Ranger, I believe. Or Pink Ranger. I think she played a Pink Ranger. I think she put. I believe she played a Pink Ranger. Um, I could be wrong. But she was a Power Ranger. I do know that. Um, so they just re- reported that Kristen Stewart is going to be playing in this movie. I'm not sure which angel they each one of them will play. I'm not really sure because I, I still have my reservations about um, that casting. For me, Kristen Stewart is all right. But I could be honest, uh, they could have picked someone else. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not a, a full fan of hers. Like She's okay, but I feel like she's like one note. She feels like Jesse Eisenberg a little bit. And it's bad to say that because Jesse Eisenberg is a, a decent actor. But for his movies, you can't tell me that most of his films, he plays almost the same kind of straight kind of character or a little bit neurotic. So for me, it just, for her, it, just, it feels kind of the same way. If she could branch out and really make folks feel that she's a different character, then yes, I'm for it. So for me only, I I, I, don't, I give it a thumbs middle um, just because I, I'm not sure on her casting. But the casting of everyone else, perfectly fine. I think that um, Elizabeth Banks be able to do her Bozzy role, and she, I, I'll bet she'll be very, very funny. And um, Naomi Scott should be funny as well. Um, same thing for Ella Belinska. Um, She seems like she could be good. I haven't seen her too much. Um, She's mostly from the TV genre. So let's see how she does in the movies. Uh, We we never know. So for me, still yet, it's a thumbs middle. The next thing I have here is um, the Green Lantern Corps movie. So some news just came out about the Green Lantern Corps movie that's coming out for um, the DC Universe, and... It's from Jeff Johns, who used to be the president of DC um, Universe. And he'd stepped down to be to make his own um, a really production company he'd made. So he did that, but he's also still writing for DC. So he's actually doing the Green Lantern movie. And fun fact, he actually has been a writer for the comic series. So that's a good thing. When you hear that... He's going to step in to do the screenplay for it. You know that he knows the the source material quite well. He could portray it properly to where all the, the geeky folks will be extra happy when this movie comes out. And he will bring greatness to the actual movie itself. Because he's just not only a combat guy. Um, I can say that he had a good hand in the Wonder Woman movie. And... From that alone, if it continues to be just as good as that, then I'll be happy. It, it feels like this movie is going to be like a, a, a buddy cop movie, like um, Lethal Weapon kind of thing. And if that's if that's true, then I'll be happy. Only thing I want to know, though, is who's going to play the, the two Green Lanterns they pick. Hopefully they pick um, um, Guy Gardner as one of them. And maybe maybe Jon Stewart, just because I want a black... Um, Green Lantern. And they need to bring him in there real, real quick. And I want to see them both um, mess against each other. Uh, a class, actually class. yeah, Class is a better word. Class against each other just because um, I know Guy is a silly one and he's he's hilarious and no one takes him seriously but everyone takes Jon Stewart seriously and he could do some jokes as well. So I, I kind of want to see how they both will interact with each other. Uh, it'd be kind of cool. Um, just because we do know that there's at least three Green Lanterns for for the Earth, I believe. Or is it four? I believe it's three at a time. But yes, um I would not I wouldn't mind seeing those two characters interact with each other. It'll be kinda cool. Um so I'm very happy with this. I give it a thumbs up. I really will give it a thumbs up. The next one I have here, um actually his next two things are gonna be super huge things i'm gonna talk about the last thing i'm gonna talk about is gonna take majority of the time just because it's such a big thing um so this first thing is the the merger for disney and fox is finally approved um i'm i kind of hinted at that earlier in this um podcast itself so there's a merger that's happening You could slow it down, but it definitely is happening. No more um, major roadblocks in its way. Um, Disney will own Fox. Well, it's media properties. um, So all the Fox uh, movies like X-Men and all that stuff, um, Fantastic Four, will all come over to... And um, X-Men. That's X-Men? I probably did say X-Men. But um, all those will come over to Disney. Um, For me, am I happy about this? Not really. I could be I could be honest, I've heard that there's plenty of jobs were being lost because of the merger, just because if you have two movie companies, you sh- don't want to double up on jobs. So unfortunately, people have to go. So for me that's a that's a bad move. Plus, I believe that keeping multiple studios with different properties will enable us to have a lot of comic book movies come out each and every year. Now that the fact that they're gonna merge, you have to think about how many movies were they push out that Fox was going to push out now that they're under Disney. They'll probably put it on a back burner and say, we can't do these movies, or maybe we might add in like one or two characters, but that's it. So the amount of comic movies that's going to come out in the next couple of years will start to decline. Um, there's also a question of if the Dark Phoenix movie will come out just because you know the merge is happening. I, I think, yes, it will, just because if it's gone through most of its shoot, um shooting and this film um production then i see no reason why i should hold it back um, let's be honest another thing that's kind of interesting about this whole merger is the fact that disney now owns roughly 60% of hulu which is kind of crazy that's that's really mind-boggling cuz now it's like you have majority share for this other streaming service. So what will you do with your own Disney service that con- do you have connect to Hulu? Would you just try to have it separated? Um, I'm not sure what they will do with it. And that's kind of interesting. Really is interesting. Um, the only thing that could probably stop the the merger right now, not really stop it. The only thing that could slow down the merger right now if they get a bunch of lawsuits from different folks, um, if they want to stop this. Well, not really. Stop it. Slow it down. But it's, it's definitely happening. So it's kind of cool, but at the same time kind of horrible, because I, I'd rather not be um. mixed up too hard, heavy together, just because when you have just one company doing all these properties, the amount of movies you have coming out each year, it's not going to happen. Disney's already slated for a ton of movies. So I, I can see x-men not shown in any movies maybe have like one or two of the most popular ones pop into the the universes but to have like an x-men x movie i don't see that happening for at least a couple of years so the next topic i have here i'm gonna spend a lot of time on this one just because it's a a very close to home situation with this um topic that i have up coming up next so um movie pass is basically going through its hardship right now really really crazy hardship. Um, I've been a movie pass owner or well, not owner um, user for roughly a year now I, th- I think maybe a year a year and a half. Um, I've loved it I've enjoyed it I've been able to see a ton of movies For folks who don't know I go to at least three to four movies a week. Um, that's roughly 16 movies a month. So it's crazy. It saves me a lot of money. Um, most movies I go to see is like premium night movies, whereas like the price is at least like seventeen, eighteen dollars a pop. So the fact that Movie Pass allowed me to see all these limited movies for um, only ten dollars a month, I am totally stoked. So what happened back on on Thursday was. Movie pass didn't have enough money to pay for their tickets, so their system basically crashed. I was actually at the movie theater trying to get a ticket to uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, and I was super embarrassed when I got to the the front of the line. I was like, "Yeah, so my card isn't working, so I have to use my debit card." It was crazy. I, I really wanted to see the movie, so I was like, "I'm gonna see the movie anyway, so I'm just gonna fight my card and make that happen." So. After that embarrassed moment, watched the movie, movies amazing by the way, um, uh, the next day, Movie Pass started to work again. So like, all right, cool, this is amazing. But what happened was this new feature that they have, which is called peak pricing, um, basically it's it's supposed to be the demands, um, and also the time of the movie and also which theaters have what's shown of it. So all those three things together will make either a, a heavy surcharge or a very, very small surcharge. It all depends on what it is, basically. So it could be an additional like, $8 a movie, which for me is ridiculous. I, I, I'm not going to pay $8 extra because, you know, you're trying to make extra money. It does not sit right with me. So um end up not watching many movies this weekend just because of the peak pricing and you know that adds up after a while so monday movie pass goes on like a hour or two block where you can't do anything on on the app everything shows that no movies are around that there's nothing you can actually watch so that was crazy again i was at the movie theater this time I decided I'm going home because I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying for another movie out of my pocket. I I'll, I'll wait till this thing is over and I'll I'll come back again. So over the past weekend and over the last past couple of days, the movies pass uh CEO been giving out this um basis apology note, saying that a sorry, that had to switch up, do a thousand a month different things and whatnot. Folks have been calling for its death for quite a couple of uh, of days now. So they've came up with this this idea. So over the next 30 days, it's going to have roughly, um, a change from it being $10 a month, which is very awesome to $15 a month, which is fine. It's, it's whatever. It's cool. The one thing that will kill most of its, um, growth or even knock out a lot of the subscribers right now is a lot of the major releases will have limited, um, viewability for it. Um, for the first two weeks that they're in theaters, which is a very huge thing. Because you think about it, two weeks is a long period of time, especially for me. I have to see it the night of. So hearing that, you might not be able to see it until two weeks later, or you'll have to figure out which times you could slot yourself in to get in there. And during that period of time, they will be peak pricing. So it's going to be crazy to actually try to use Movie Pass going forward. And a lot of these... Newer movies, they're not even going to feature on MoviePass at all. So things like um, Fallout is not on there. Um, Christopher Robin won't be on there as well. And The Meg won't be on there too. So that's really crazy to think about. Um, Just because there's going to be a lot of newer newer movies that come out in the next couple of months and whatnot that you can't be able to watch. And for for me, this that's a problem. So I will give this a thumbs all the way down. Um, after hearing all that, I've always referred folks to Movie Pass and say, "Go get it," um, just because if you watch movies at least once a week, it works out in your favor. Um, I when I started Movie Pass, um, it was fifty dollars a month, which I was fine as well, just because I see three or four a week. So. It pays off itself really quickly. Um I understand why they're doing it. But at the same time, this is not the way you should do it. Blocking off certain times for it, um releasing only a certain viewability for it, and not even showing some of the the movies, it just it puts a bad taste in your mouth. A lot of folks have been saying the go to the AMC A list, but that's not really the best solution for you guys, just because if you don't have an AMC movie theater by you, then you're in the same boat where you can't really watch as many movies as you want to. And plus for me, they are close to me kind of, but at the same time, there's limited viewings for these AMC theaters with the movie pass. The only reason I loved it so much is because you go to any movie theater and that just brings up the many possibilities. You could see different movies and make that happen. Um, so, I can be honest, hopefully MoviePass changes, I'm okay with them going to a higher price, just because I'm okay paying fifty dollars a month, but if you're going to do $15 a month and, and block my times, then that's, that's going to bring out a problem for me. So, hopefully, you know, they change their ways, they get their money back up again, and, you know, fix everything. Now here's everyone's favorite section, which is coming to theaters. Um, every week I talk about which movies are coming to theaters and if I give it a interest in or a past. Um, so here are the movies that's coming out this week. Um, there are four of them, actually. The first one being um, Disney's Christopher Robin, then The Darkest Minds, Death of a Nation, and The Spy Who Dumped Me. So, I actually saw A Spy Who Dumped Me because I, I went to an advanced screening for it. So, I, I guess I'll start for that one first. Um, this one, I thought it was okay. It wasn't the worst movie, but it wasn't the best. So, for me, if I didn't watch it and just saw the trailer, I would have gave it a, a semi-pass just because it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, after seeing the movie, I, I would still give it a pass. Uh, It wouldn't be a semi-pass, it would be like a normal pass, just because it's like, it wasn't the worst movie, but then again, it wasn't a movie that I was too interested in seeing. The next one I have here is, um, Death of a Nation. So this is basically a, a documentary of sorts that goes over the, a a lot of, um, anger for folks that, um, doesn't like doc, um. Donald Trump in office so it goes into the back history of all that plus it compares basically Trump to Lincoln back when folks didn't like Lincoln in office Um, seeing the trailer for this movie I I really I I felt bored watching the trailer so I I know the movie's going to be a very hard pass Um, I might watch it but at the same time I I know I'm not going to find any interest in the movie I, I might fall asleep in it or I might just walk out because it's so crazy, and uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. But at the same time, I, I don't want to waste my time. That that's the the premier reason why I give it a very hard pass. The next movie I have here is the Darkest Minds. So this is like a, a little mini X Men movie. Um, but it's not X Men. But they all have powers, and it's kind of it looks kind of cool. So for this one, I'm actually um, quite interested in this movie. Um, just because it, it now that the merger, as I mentioned before, is complete for the most part, there's going to be less um, movies where you have superhero powers or comic book powers, kind of. And this reminded me of, of a a jumper-looper mix of sorts because those movies did bring in supernatural elements into movies and, and made it fun, um, to be honest. So... This one, I kind of I, I want to see it, to be honest. I really want to see it. The last one I have here is Christopher Robin. So this is a live-action version of Winnie the Pooh. And instead of it being where Christopher Robin is actually um, a teenage boy, he's actually a grown adult. And they have to save him, basically, uh, from his born life. So from the trailer, it looks funny. So I would give this a... A, a quite interested um it depends on how the flow of the movie go if i'll become even more interested but from the trailer alone it looks like it'll be kind of fun um there's quite a few jokes um ticker hilarious Pooh is funny i'm just gonna put it there Pooh is very very funny so uh, I, can't, I can't i'll be honest i can't wait to see this movie I really can't and it's sad that that movie pass won't be able to let me see it so I might have to figure out a way to see it a regular way Um, I might have to just get the um, A list and see this movie just because Um, so yep those are the movies coming out this week Um, I wonder which movie are you going to see so um, that's all I have for this episode um, you can find us on all social medias on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. Know the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is reviews.com for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching. TV shows enjoy watching movies therefore you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews if you want to write for reviews for this website please email me at info at and use the subject line I want to join the review team um, besides that you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well do find me on social media on Instagram snapchat and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D W I G H T A N T C. Again, that's D W I G H T A N T C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringownerreviews and we'll catch your viewers next time.